Welcome to another episode of Paul Tom Power, Power System Designs Podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Paulton. Today, I've got Ken Walma. He's the VP and General Manager of Lighting Systems over at Eaton. And, well, we're going to talk about lighting. Isn't that right, Ken? Welcome to the That's show. right, Alex. Thanks well, for having me know, very much. Uh, it's an exciting time to talk about the lighting uh, industry. Well, it, it really is. I mean, there's so much going on between solid-state lighting, between the lighting applications, between... Every aspect of the way we deal with light has changed in the last couple of decades to the point where I, we're actually seeing the last of Edison technology leaving. We're seeing next-generation solid-state technologies arriving. We're seeing the application spaces changing how they deal with lighting. I mean, it's just a, a lot of moving parts out there. That's right. That's right. And actually, frankly, we're still really just seeing the beginning of what is going to change from this big transition to lighting business, which really you can attribute to the LED source change from what were all the traditional sources of the last hundred years to the LED, which has essentially digitized the lighting industry. And, and you know, this isn't the only industry to go through this digitization. We all know what happened to the music industry, what happened to telephony, what happened to, to others that went through this violent uh, process of becoming digital, and, and uh, uh, we here at Eaton, as a part of a power management company, are very excited to actually be a part of this and helping to lead this transition in digitization. Well, and and I, I agree with you completely. I mean, this is such a disruptive space right now. You've got companies proposing using lighting for digital data transmission. You've That's got right. the digital control protocols enabling so much, and half the facility managers aren't even sure of what capabilities are available. That's right. That's right. And, and really, if you look holistically at what uh, what customers and, and engineers have to review at this point, th- th- there's complexity in not only the systems, but really you can start at firstly around code compliance. Uh, so the the energy codes around what what uh, the end market is pushing for these lighting systems continue to evolve at a very rapid rate. Some of the most sophisticated uh, energy codes are really rolling out in the state of California with Title 24. And, and what that has shown is typically those codes come out in California, and the rest of the country, in the U.S. at least, has adopted those codes as a standard going forward. So look to California to see really what our future building design requirements will be. And they are... Uh, extraordinary in their requirement around ensuring the latest and greatest LED and control system technology in the building. And what that has done then is create all the other opportunities and challenges around uh, understanding how to to design and manage these lighting systems, including things like you know, driver to luminaire or driver to LED uh, compliance and compatibility is now a big uh, issue. That's something we didn't deal with before. Obviously, with all this digitization, you have more and more smart systems, and these smart systems use various communication technologies. So, there there aren't really a lot of uh, standards in the lighting industry today. You do have some wired standards uh, with Dolly and a, and a few wireless ones out there. Uh, that, that aren't widely used. And so many engineers really have to do the diligence and make the decision around proprietary or non-proprietary solutions today, which, as we all know, is a, is a, is a challenge in its own. And then you have all the other sides of the, the challenge around making sure the, the, the luminaires and control systems you select from can have the quality and reliability because there are many new entrants in the space uh, that, 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 that don't have the history to, to really or been able to demonstrate that yet. So you really have to, to do your diligence around your product selection. And lastly, the service elements of it. So I, I think uh, 
customers and engineers have the work as for them just as we do and, and as we all collectively uh, uh, run through this this transition. Well, and and speaking of that, with all of these moving parts, what is Eaton doing right now in the space? Where where do you see the biggest opportunity? What are you providing to the uh, marketplace as a solution set? Well, it's it's uh, very broad in in uh, in our uh, what we feel we're bringing. So being a part being a part of a, a world class power management organization, lighting and management of lighting fits right our our, our uh, primary focus. So a couple things that that we've done. Uh, one and our and one of the most exciting things in recent times is is launch of our wave stream technology, which which. LED as a component is is a fantastic, efficient way to produce light. But you really wouldn't like to sit in a building or an environment where you're staring at an LED component because of the incredible brightness and glare. And so a lot of the intellectual horsepower and technology is going is in transforming that light efficiently to the space where you need it. One of the benefits of LED is it's a directional source. Light bulbs in the past, they were globes of light that light went all these different directions, and our expertise was trying to route the light out of a down light or a, a light fixture down to the space where you needed it. So we had to use all these uh, lensing and all sorts of funky technologies to do that, and you lost efficiency the whole time. With LED and a point source, uh, we can actually direct that in a way using our wavestream technology at a 94% efficiency, which is the highest level of efficiency we can, and really produce light exactly where you want it and thus maximizing the energy efficiency. So a big benefit of doing that is not only the efficiency, but also if you can see our Wavestream technology, it really is minimized glare in every way we can, and there really isn't another technology that I've seen that, that really balances the energy efficiency, the efficacy of the luminaire, and reducing glare to give you a very, very good, sharp-looking, uh, high-efficiency luminaire. And you can see these light fixtures on our on our website, ethan.com slash lighting, uh, and search for Wavestream. So that's a big one is an optical technology. The other area you see a big focus is really help uh, engineers guide them through this code activity. And one of the latest uh, launches we have is our integrated sensor technology, where we've actually moved the sensor, so many energy codes require occupancy or daylighting sensors in in places like offices or really any commercial environment. And those were manufactured and sold. We're a leading manufacturer in those products separately outside of the light fixture and then required a local contractor to wire it appropriately or some coordination locally at site. One of the things that we've leveraged is with LED technology in the light fixture, that's obviously a great place for us to add the electrical components of a sensor to the luminaire. We can reduce the cost and essentially integrate that sensing technology directly into the light fixture. When a contractor actually installs the light fixture, the sensor is already there, it's already working, and it's pre-programmed and really no other work required. And so the benefit of the convergence electrically of bringing that sensor technology into the LED light fixture does two things, reduces cost, reduces complexity, and really provides a great home for uh, for sensors as we go forward. So another big thing that, that Eaton is really focused on is, is combining that, and really we can only do that because we have the lighting and the control and the power management expertise within our enterprise. Got it, got it. Now, there is one thing, Ken, and that's the issues of legacy. A lot of lighting, especially when you start thinking about dimming, there are a lot of systems already in place for lighting control and a lot of 
facility or building managers or even households don't want to replace the entire wiring and control systems, but the older systems, some of them are literally 100 years old. <laughs> Absolutely right. So it's going to be an interesting time here, uh, um, and really it's, I say, interesting time as in it's going forward, but the time is now. Uh, so the efficacy and cost trajectories reached a point last year where really it makes financial sense for pretty much every customer on the planet to go out and replace whatever legacy technology they have from a lighting perspective, from the fixture perspective, with an LED luminaire. So the time is now that it now makes financial sense pretty much across the board. So over the next three to five years, we're going to see this balloon of retrofits and replacements as customers go out and replace their legacy lighting. Obviously, as they're doing that, the question they're saying is, does that work with my old control system, <laughs> or should I replace the control system in kind? And so companies like uh, Eaton and others, what you're seeing us do is actually integrate wireless technologies into the luminaires themselves, uh, or at a controller level, so that you can easily retrofit while you're retrofitting to LED luminaires, you'll be able to integrate a wireless control system in parallel. Um, so th this is something that I think uh, we're going to see quite a bit more of. It's it's out there now in a relatively low uh, density, but I think as time goes over the next uh, few years and, and into five years, we're going to see widespread adoption of these types of wireless, uh, integrated wireless uh, uh, technologies into luminaires. Nice. The benefit of that really... Obviously, you could leverage all of the existing wiring infrastructure in the building uh, and really uh, continue to use what you have, the assets of what have already been there, perhaps disabling some legacy control technologies if you have them, but essentially use all, maximize all the benefit of all the existing wiring. Well, and that's the way you want it, right, because that's the most cost-effective installation as well. If the more you can use from the legacy cabling and control systems and switches and such, the, the, the more cost-effective the install will be because that's half the resistance to the next generation, and that's part of the disruption, is a lot of people are loath to just rip everything out and replace it. That's right. That's right. And I think the intricacy here, too, is... You know, uh, and even as I talk about it, so wireless is a great is a great way to add control uh, in a retrofit environment. But also, we've got to remember, most people don't have experience with wireless machine-to-machine uh, -machine systems of this type. And so although wireless brings many benefits, it also brings some opportunities. You now have new things to be concerned about, about uh, uh, interoperability with the data network and all sorts of other factors. So really, the, the message isn't one-size-fits-all, make everything wireless. It really, to your point, is to make sure you're looking at what do you have on site? Can you continue to use the control system you have? Or is it time to review and replace that control system? And once you get to that point, you really look at wired and wireless technologies. What's a better fit for not only your building, but potentially what's your staff look like and what are you capable to manage? Uh, you know, How does that fit within your overall strategy? There really isn't a one-size-fits-all. Agreed. Agreed. So... Um, are there any specific product families that you'd like to mention or specific services that you'd like to mention from Eaton in this space? Or is there just so much that you offer that it's better to just simply uh, do broad strokes here? 
No, I think uh, a couple things to look at. We mentioned the WaveStream technology and our and our integrated sensor technologies were two great products to take a look at. But I'd say in addition to that, uh, one of the recent launches we had was our LumaWatt wireless control system that's really designed around exterior facilities. That's one of the areas that actually re- reached the cost-benefit curve a few years ago where replacing HID or legacy technology outdoor lighting fixtures to LED have such tremendous returns from a financial perspective, both energy returns and maintenance, because obviously no one wants to go 20 feet up on a on a ladder or whatnot to, to change light bulbs on a pole anymore. So the, the long life and the energy benefits are just tremendous. And we've integrated a wireless control system with sensing capability into our outdoor luminaires to make it very simple for uh, for individuals to replace their exterior lighting and have a, a complete control system, which they would have not have had the opportunity to do before. Uh, previous outdoor technologies were very finicky about control. Uh, you couldn't dim them very well, even turning them on and off. I think we all remember the Super Bowl last year where the power went out and they couldn't turn the lights back on for 30 minutes. Uh, you know, those are some of the legacy lamp, uh, legacy lighting uh, challenges that our industry is walking away from with LED technology. So LumaWatt Outdoor Controls is definitely one to look at. The last one I'd say is our, we've got a great product line that really offers incredible power and efficiency around addressable lighting technology called Fifth Light. And our Fifth Light system is really, if you think of it this way, Alex, is you, is you it gives every light LED light fixture in the building a digital address, and thus once every fixture has a digital address, you can do anything you want to do. You have full control. You know this term IoT that everyone throws around. This is the building IoT for your lighting system. Is our fifth light system, uh, which is a great product, also available on the web. Excellent. Now, uh, Ken, I, I wish we could talk some more, especially considering how lighting is such a disruptive space and there's so much to talk about in it. But this is a podcast, which means we have a little bit of a time issue, which means I'm going to have to drag you back to talk about this some more. So I would like to catch you come back. But uh, for now, uh, what I always offer my guests is the opportunity to have the last word on my podcast. So that way, if there was anything we missed or something you felt that you really needed to be mentioned, here's a good opportunity for it. Or it could just be something more about the product or about the market or even just a tip for our audience. But the floor is yours. Well, thank you, Alex. So really, we've talked about all the different, you know, many of the different moving parts. And and I think if we go back to one of the first things I said, we're really just at the beginning. Uh, The efficacy benefit from LED lighting and how that could transform everything from our the way we distribute power for lighting to what we actually do with lighting. You mentioned data transmission via lighting using visual lighting communication. There, There are all sorts of technologies that are really going to be unlocked as we go forward from this LED, this transition to LED lighting. And what really we're focused on at Eaton is we want to be a company uh, and a business that customers can rely on to guide them through this. As we've seen with every other uh, digit, digitization of an industry, there have been many, many different ideas, many, many different opportunities that came and went through that. And what we're really trying to do is guide our customers and our business through this in a very measured and very direct way uh, to, to where we can deliver high efficiency, high quality, reliable solutions for the life of the building. Well, and that, that's, that's key, right? It has to be a good it, too many people just try to throw a solution at an application space and think it's elegant when it doesn't actually really solve the needs of that application. And I think lighting is one of those where the engineering community is being forced to pay attention because 
everybody knows what lights do. You know, That's it's right. a, a very accessible. Oh, they say they thought they knew what lights could do, but just wait. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great one, Ken. And so, um, refresh our memories on the website again. Sure. So www.eaton.com/lighting. Excellent. Hey, Ken, thank you so much for taking the time to be on the show today. We really appreciate it. As we both agree, lighting is an incredibly disruptive space, and everything we can do to educate the audience is something I'm looking forward to. That's great. It's been an absolute pleasure, Alex. Thank you. Uh, The pleasure is mine. And I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul's on Power. Have a great day.